Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, the word is out. Talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers episode 745. There it is. Spidey verse melty stuff. Melty stuff. Yeah. Okay. Interesting choice. (laughs) Interesting choice. So I guess before we get too distracted... Because we probably need to be on. It's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And uh, yeah, okay. Just let's just sh- yeah. quick shameless plugs. Yeah. Don't forget, we're available <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you find a podcast. You can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's super helpful. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, do all the things. You can also hear me say your name. Maybe even correctly. Hey, if it's super easy, <laughs> if you share an episode on your Facebook or Twitter and Facebook or Twitter allows me to see that you shared an episode. So people who were kind enough to share an episode this week, we got a bunch of new ones. Oh, sweet. A bunch of new ones. So I I don't know if that's I wonder why Rick Ives. Oh, that's well, that's a good point. It yeah. could be. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. From sharing like maybe he put us in front of a new audience. Oh, I thought you were reading his name, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's <laughs> no, a whole no, no. built up around <laughs> the that. Brad That's the first rule. thing you yeah. said. I'm like, wait, okay, no, got he it, is. Got it. He, I'm not reading him within the list uh, proper. Uh, yeah, James right? Gunn, Zoe <laughs> Saldana, Dave yeah. Batista, yeah. <laughs> Nathan Fillion, Chris Pratt, Van City, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, here we go. Chris Valls, Lane Levanway, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Julianne Jordan, Travis Tewitt, Chris Magic Man, Katie Brackett. Finally, yeah. <laughs> Well, it was Little Mermaid. That's fair. Rich <laughs> Foster, David Malamud. I hope I'm saying that right. Andrew Stovall, 
which I was really, I, Andrew, I mean, I'm excited you share the show, of course, but I was really excited for a second because I thought I said Andrew Sandoval, who is the manager of the Monkees. Oh, dang. Oh, and I was like, what? <laughs> Corey Tatum, Justin Esquivel, Cinema Recall, Dissect That Film, Binge Movies, Invasion of the Remake, Heather Sachs, David Rojas, Colby Max, Spoiler Piece Theater, Collateral Cinema, Ronnie Castle, Matt Naglia, Geek to Me Radio, Vertigay 314, Ryan Terry, Nostalgia Cast, Feel and Film, Batman Rye Guy, and In Session Film. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. You can also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content. Oh, yeah. And we like you more. It's true. So and you can't forget the YouTube and the YouTube. Yeah, you can. It's, you can look at us. Yeah, you can stare into our warm dead eyes, pools oh. Oh. of eyes. And, yeah. I mean, it's growing slowly but surely. We went from you know a month or so ago we had we had just hit that two hundred subscriber mark. I think we're up to like two seventy now. Hey now, uh, oh our Fast and Furious episode, Fast Ten, whatever it's called, it has. 1300 views which is like our third highest and it's been out a week a little over a week so I, this is why those movies keep getting made well, people keep people, tuning in people keep people tuning are curious. Well, i don't know it's i think in the box office kind of collapsing i mean it's gonna oh, be is on, it? it's gonna be on streaming i think this, they said june 9th yeah next week oh, dang, yeah a month so that's awfully quick those yeah. are global those are usually global just massive yeah. and i could not believe they i wonder honestly though it's not gonna be a it's a, it's an uphill battle at this point, given we're going to have Transformers, Indiana sure. Jones, and well, that's the what Flash. I think they realized yeah. once they They're saw Little Mermaid and Spider-Verse. It's like, okay, they're still making a little money, but also it's going to be on digital for $30 next week. It's oh, not going to be on $9.99. It's going to be on It's not going to be on Paramount or it, Peacock, right? They're Peacock. Yeah. It's Universal. Universal. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's going to be on Theater at Home, which is their $30 oh, okay. to own. That's a little bit different. So, I thought it was going straight to peak. No, so they're going to be making 30 bucks a pop, which is, you know, the price what they'd get from a few tickets, sure. you know, not having to split with the theaters and all that. So, you know, it's a little, no, but it's fine. crazy still though. The fact <laughs> that you can see a what would usually be a billion dollar theatrical franchise a month later instead in your of house. racking in the... Yeah, you know, right, right, right. Also, I wanted to mention, Justin from Epic Film Guys shared the show this week. Good dude, friend of the show. He has a series called The Keaton Cast. So he's been pumping up and hyping oh, up The Flash. It's so nice because people will talk about Buster Keaton, the silent film stars. Like you don't a, ever hear people talk about Buster. Oh, see, Keaton. I was going Diane, Harold Lloyd, you know, Charlie Chaplin, <laughs> just so. all of Diane Keaton's hats greatest off. hits. Yeah. Hats off to the epic film, and it's a little like old time news newsboy cat. It is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but if if you follow Justin, you should on social media at Epic Film Guys or Justin on Facebook and all that stuff. He. Loves Michael Keaton, loves the Keaton Batman, and is sharing stuff all the time about The Flash, any stills, trailer, you know, whatever. He he hosted a screening. He went to CinemaCon and saw the cut there. Like, obviously, it's huge to him, and Keaton's huge to him. And so he's got a series on the Epic Film Guys called Keaton Cast. So check that out. And if you're getting pumped for The Flash and want to see Keaton back on the big screen after 30 years, like, that's the podcast to listen to. And then Sweet. check ours out, certainly, yeah, when yeah. we post that episode. <laughs> I would like to be on your Mr. Mom episode. Oh, Thank yeah, you. you would. I love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> Megan, you're making me crazy. That's what you're making me. Anyway, Spider-Verse. So I don't think in... I can't think of a, of a time when a company has doubled down on a character that is more than 60 years old, right? Miles Morales debuted in 2011. Yeah. And I think it's pretty rare... It's funny because get... I didn't buy any of those Ultimate comics oh, because at that point in time, you would 
we had been as comic book fans so burned yeah by we're gonna start a whole new universe and it'll be great <laughs> and it's just like yeah, nice sure try. Will. I, we, we, I've been down this road. Fool me once. They literally yeah. had something Fool called New times. Universe. They had New Universe, <laughs> yeah. and then they had all the 2099 yeah. stuff, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. all trash. Yep. And so, speaking of 2099, <laughs> yeah, they are certainly rehabbing that. But, but if you go back and read it, it's garbage. It is. But the, man, that first movie comes out, and they saw the potential with that character. Well, I think there's it, no question. I mean, to, you mentioned it last week. We talked about Little Mermaid and what that means for oh, people yeah. to see themselves yeah, yeah. represent. Presented. And you see how Spider-Verse not only is into the Spider-Verse, an incredible masterpiece of filmmaking, but you've got people showing up, you know, with their money to see this character on the big screen. Well, I just want to say something real quick yeah, about yeah. the representation angle for the people that get frustrated with that. Right. Sure. First off, go. Thank no, second, well, thank yeah. you. Yes. But second, and now that you're not going to listen to anything, I <laughs> but but second, like comic books have Always been about representation. Always serving right? the underrepresented. Right. Like, always. Why do you think Batman had a boy sidekick? Mm-hmm. Right, because they knew who was reading these books. Ten-year-old kids. Yep. What can we do to keep a ten-year-old kid interested? What if his partner was a ten-year-old yeah. kid? Thank you. Like so. Like this isn't anything new. In any way, shape, or form. What do you think Peter Parker was, right? The 16 year old nerd. nerd. What yeah. it, what, who is reading these books? Oh, nerds. <laughs> right. What if the hero was a nerd? Oh, okay. So, like, the, you're mad about representation because they decided to suck somebody else's <laughs> instead of your own, right? Yes, like, right so, right. like, they've been, they've been doing this for literally. 70 years plus mad yeah. about representation we that really means racist yeah yeah but here's this is the thing is people they just started to represent other things yeah. that's right uh, yeah but the character like this is you know this isn't peter parker right this they is my this is a different character it's they not didn't take peter parker i'm not saying that you could never do this no? anyway but i'm just saying they didn't go oh peter parker's black now right which they would obviously complain about it's like there's a different character and it's that would okay. be weird it, I think it would. I think point, it would be weird. It, like yeah, it would I almost. It would right. almost feel. Well, one, it feels like pandering. Yes. Right. Two, I think it also kind of feels like I know it's it's a comic book. It's not a real actor, mm. but it's it almost feels kind of like blackface. Like what if we just that. told you Peter Parker was black and told the same stories? Like that would be weird. Yeah, but also know? I think you've got. I mean, Spider Man came out in sixty four. Oh, congratulations. 62 yeah, for Pride Month. Yeah, right. That explains, oh, sorry. You were t- um, that explains the outfit. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. But so like you've got, you know, 70 plus years of stories and then you're just gonna be like, oh, you know, you, you would do this in the ultimate universe. Right. Right. That's where you do it. And that was the point of the ultimate universe, right? Yes. Is that it was like, hey, we're going to we're going to take the building blocks that you're familiar with, but we're going to assemble them in different ways. But it's all over here. It doesn't interact with the with the the quote unquote real Marvel Correct. universe until it did because one of them is real right <laughs> six one six yes but it doesn't interact it doesn't affect that so like you you can't get mad at us yeah and they and it's there's no rules right. in the Ultimate Universe right you can you can let Uncle Ben live you can kill Mary Jane first you can right. let Gwen be the girlfriend you can kill Peter Parker which is what they spoilers for the Ultimate Universe they kill Peter Parker yeah and Miles takes over. That's why Miles becomes Spider-Man is because Peter Parker dies right. and Miles takes over. And that's what much happens like, in the movie. Much like in the movie, yeah. yeah. 
but this character, you know, I I think I go to The Walking Dead and Miles Morales and like those two properties, like The Walking Dead should not have worked. Yeah. Right? Like and Well, it, I would argue that it didn't. But I mean, <laughs> it did though. Like it, it did. It lasted know? for a long time and people loved it. I was so bored by that show after like the second season. I got to the I got to the the the, the penultimate episode when they kill a certain character. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> well, who right. quits at the second to last episode? That's no, not this... the penultimate episode no, of the series. They... No, not of the series. Oh, of, okay. of when when they kill... Um... Yeah. And oh, I was okay. like, okay. I yeah. knew this was coming. Like, I yeah. read this three years ago. Right. I knew this was coming. But, like, those two... Pro- like, comic books and comic book properties have always doubled down on Batman, Superman... Peter Parker, Spider-Man, the X, like those characters sure. are forever. So getting another, I think Kamala Khan is a great example with the Kamala Ms. Khan. No, sorry. <laughs> but getting, her, getting that character who is again, a new ish character yeah. mm-hmm. and Miles Morales and these characters that it's like, yeah, there's other stuff out there besides. I think it's similar to the Iron Man situation. It's born out of necessity. Going to the bench, right? Like it's like they could, you know, they, they couldn't get Spider-Man right. or X-Men. So they were like, who we got? Iron Man, maybe? <laughs> that could work. Right? And, and that so, ends up being a great movie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, and, I, and I think with with Miles Morales, I think it's a similar situation where they, you know, they were, you know, they were nervous about doing another Peter Parker story. I know Peter Parker's all over this movie, but he's also not really all over this movie. Sure. He's barely in this movie. I, I mean, but there's a million Peter Oh, Parkers, sure, sure, right? sure. But, uh, Peter Parked car. Yeah. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> so many good ones, okay. man. But I, you know, it was it was kind of born out of necessity. So it's like, oh well, we can do we can tell this other story and still have Spider Man yeah. on the poster, but right. but it's not the quote well, unquote real Spider Man. The the Miles Morales character became insanely popular. I mean, I think there's going to be a generation of mm-hmm. uh, of people who this is, is their the, Spider Man. Oh, the real I think I, I think that goes to the Green Lantern. I, I, Brian's oh friend of the. But my point is, there's a whole generation of people who don't know who Hal Jordan oh, right, is, yeah. right? Because John Stewart sure. was the Green Lantern right. on the cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. So when they keep going back to Hal Jordan, it's like you know if you if you do a John Stewart movie, like you might have more success because yeah. more people might recognize who that character is. Yeah, they that, that and that is where you need creatives that love comic books and. You know, but I guess when they're like, we want Ryan Reynolds, well, he can't be can't be John, John Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, so, bad. <laughs> I, you know, a lot of business decisions are made for the casting, sure. right? And then, like we said, I mean, you can't always flip those things. And no, but I well, now we're getting well, we're supposed to get a John Stewart TV show. Yeah, like that's the that's the Green Lantern mm-hmm. TV show. It'll be Hal and John as cops. But Space but cops. either way, I mean, they made the right call. They made this story in 2018 mm-hmm. about Miles, and it was insanely popular and ex- insanely good. Yeah, I mean yeah. the the animation was mind blowing back then to the point where it's like, how are they going to top this? There's no way. Where, how are, they they already <laughs> reinvented what animation can be, and then this comes out, <laughs> yeah. and you go, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it. I knew what animation could be again. <laughs> like now i have to relearn what yeah. they can do because they do things in this movie i'm watching this thing and on a technical level and not saying it's all like scientific you know what i mean like no, i'm, no, I'm no. enjoying there's, there's it i'm artistic. not just looking at the, but but i'm just like my mind is getting blown that they can move the camera this way and change animation styles and mix them together the way they and do. each world looks different yeah it's amazing well and we i mean it, it almost you you would almost think it was like rotoscoped or something in, in, in Gwen's world. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if some of it is motion capture because the way that, especially with Gwen, that I noticed, yeah. I'm like, I wonder if that's any of that is performance because it looks so real, 
but animated. I think right? the yeah. thing that really stuck out to me about this movie is how much the script didn't feel like an animated film. Not at oh, all. Like, yeah, like no. th- this felt like a an actual quote. I mean, I know car- animated films are movies, but it sure. it felt like a script that maybe wasn't even intended to be animated. Like clearly it was because it's a sequel to an animated movie. But like if you shot this live action as an MCU movie and sweet baby Jesus, please don't do that. (laughs) But if you did, this script works. Yeah, yeah, totally. That goes back to the big thing that people, we've been seeing a lot of people online mistakenly refer to animation as a genre and it's not. Animation's a medium. Oh, I see what you're saying. You can tell any story in animation. There's obviously the most popular animation is kids' cartoons. That's what people, you know. It's in the same way that comic books aren't a genre. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. 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 Comic books obviously started out for kids, and yeah. But then they started telling adult story. Those kids grew up and became comic creators. And you have stuff like even the Ninja Turtles, Mm -hmm. which is obviously very adult and not meant for kids. It got turned into that to sell toys, but. Comics are not just for kids, and video games are not just for kids. And movies, animation, people sometimes, and even people in the industry refer to animation as a genre, and it's not. And they need to stop making that mistake because there's amazing storytelling happening. We talked about it last week with the the fabulous Mr. Fox. But until the last 10 years or so, it kind of was a genre. You know, I think that's fair. When 98% of your content within that medium is the same genre. It's a it's an easy but that mistake just, to make. But it's an easy mistake, but it's still not right because look at the Miyazaki stuff. Yeah. We're talking about you know mm-hmm. stuff manga and Studio Ghibli and all that stuff from the eighties. We're telling very adult stories in animation. Foreign. It but, doesn't count. Well, to that point though, <laughs> like I do think that anime does have like kind of a different. It just has a different vibe to it than and it's and it, it wasn't does. as accessible. As the Disney stuff, right? right. Like I, you but had to, you animation. had to go. Animation, you it can't is true. say animation is kids' movies, even though anime, just like manga, may be a different subset. Like what we're saying, there's more adult and there's kids stuff, but it's still animation. That's just period. End of story. You can't say animation is a genre. It's just not. no. I'm just. No, trying, I don't think you know, you're wrong. I'm just saying I get why those right. two get conflated because sure. the vast majority mm-hmm. of the content created with. Right within that medium I, was one genre. Yeah, sure. I think in the it, same way that comic books is for most people synonymous with superheroes yeah. when like let me push up my nerd glasses <laughs> yeah, right. and say right, well right. actually but I also old boy history of violence yeah. uh, but in perdition yeah cherry pop tart hey, but, uh, but but in average everyday yeah. conversation if someone says comic book movie like i'm like yeah i, I know what you mean I'm, i get it i don't feel the need to sure, sure right right but, but i think i mean to your point though i remember as a kid right you would get, we'll say 1994 you've got a plethora of disney movies but you had mm-hmm. to go look for akira or sure. things like where they only have one copy of that so i do think that disney flooded the market of course and then changed what animation right. was where now we have kind of gone back to like we talked about last week the fabulous mr fox or wallace and gromit which yeah. is kind of kid related but it is an a style of animation yeah. you know and then we get mitchell's versus the machines mm-hmm. and we get this and it's just like it, hats off to lord and miller of course they're producers on the spider-verse movies but mitchell's versus the machines cloudy with a chance of meatballs yeah the lego movie and obviously they've done live action stuff that's great too but they have changed the 
the animation when we talk about it being a medium and you know what you can do with animation i mean look at making a whole movie out of legos and how wildly successful that was Mm -hmm. and the way that that animation looked like you were playing with legos but it was all cg and cloudy with a chance of meatballs is a great animated movie you know and so they've done it again where they're producers on both the first and this Spider-Verse movie. And here you have for the second time in this series, in this two movie series, they have changed, they have pushed the boundaries of animation in such a way that now for years to come, we are going to see that. Look at Ninja Turtles. Look at the Ninja Turtles. I thought the same thing. It looks just like Spider-Verse. Look, Puss in Boots. That's DreamWorks. Puss in Boots look like Uh Spider-Verse. These guys are changing, you know, I don't want to say copycat, but but people are no longer trying to look like a Pixar movie. That's exactly it. Yes. Right. And, I mean, Ice Age looks like, you know, a, a knockoff of a Disney movie. And yeah. last week when I was talking and you even got confused, like with what I was saying was why not make why not make Disney live action animation a little bit more like a Pixar movie? And then we started talking about Disney princesses with Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. You know, and you're like, that's Disney. And I was like, oh, I, I know. Like, I wasn't saying that was Pixar, but Disney animation and Pixar animation now Look the same, the same style. Yes, it's the, the, correct. The, the, they used to have different house styles. Yes, yeah. Yeah. exactly. So I mean, like Pixar does that type, and now Spider Sony does this type. But mm-hmm. now you're starting to see other people take Sony's animation style, and so it's becoming the new like cool animation is the Spider Verse. So these guys are changing the game, and they're telling amazing stories. The writing is incredible in these movies, and the animation is breathtaking. It yeah. is mesmerizing the way the camera moves. I mean, when they. Gwen Stacy's world is watercolor. Yes. You know, we had and never that, seen her. And, world. and I will say that kind of represents Robbie Rodriguez, I think, was the artist who did that issue of Spider yeah. in- Edge of the Spider Verse number two okay. is the introduction of Spider Gwen. And his art style does kind of have like a watercolor yeah. style to it. So when they implemented that into yeah. her world, I was like, all right. That's pretty cool. And it looks incredible based on the what the characters are feeling. You see her very like cold and blue and shut off and her father's warm and they hug and they start the watercolors come together and mm-hmm. her world warms up and it's isolated. You see the characters and the backgrounds are all isolated and vague. I mean, it is amazing yeah. what they're telling you without any dialogue what this animation does and that's why animation is such an incredible medium. That's why we use it to tell songs about singing fish playing instruments. <laughs> we use animation because it is the medium that can express all these things. You can't let that go. Can without you? words. But but at the <laughs> point, right? Like that is why they do it and when you you don't do live action if you want to do live action maybe tell a different story or a different song because they're not used the same ways right so anyway the animation this is incredible yeah it's it's i mean if i would love to know the thought process between how you animate a movie like this in terms of there are so many quick edits sure right like so many quick Mm -hmm. edits and like i get in in a live action movie right you shoot a bunch of footage, and, and then you just start yeah. cutting back and forth. But like, if you if you have to draw, all <laughs> there is those, no footage to shoot. There's no footage. Storyboard. Like, you have to literally like show this for two tenths yeah. of a second. Yeah, that's which I know is really one fifth of a second. Don't <laughs> don't at me, math people. But I just yeah. I don't even know how you storyboard that. It's not like just draw this scene where they're walking from this place to this place. It's that like, train fight is ridiculous. Yeah, like I incredible. I, yeah, I don't know how you even map out something well, like that i know part of how you do it one thousand animators on this film is that what but it was really one okay thousand I, I i okay but that's that's labor distribution right how do you assign 
to them th- well, what, what they're... Well, you have lead animators yeah. that, and they have directors for a scene, and then you have people work yeah. on different characters and stuff, and clearly there's so many Spider-Men that you have to have a lot of different types of animators, but right. it's just massive. The, the fact that they had a thousand people working on this movie, yeah. and it's also one of the longest animated movies of all time. Oh, is it really? And it was it, 2.15. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For, from a major studio. Now, there's other stuff. I, there's some anime stuff. That's There are other projects that are technically yeah. longer but this is one of the longest from a major studio and it's half a movie right so this is really a four five hour movie or yeah. whatever so is the other half done i don't think it's done it's, but, but it comes but out in march it so... comes out in march oh, so okay. like i think okay. i bet if, if it's not done it, it's gotta yeah. be real close okay because okay. someone asked online they're like this movie got delayed you know and some because this was supposed to come out last holiday season I believe. oh okay and so i think you know the worry is like this movie is so incredible how are they going to get it out in march a whole nother movie and i think it's already close to done and they just realized well one it's really long and you know let's get another ticket out of this thing, sure, you know sure. but i don't think they're now like trying to f- rush to finish it is the- it, it is interesting when we get to the end of this movie is like you know sometimes when you get to a two-parter you're like well what the hell else are we gonna yeah what are we gonna do now but the way they leave this off, it's like, you do have a whole nother movie. Setup. You do. It's a, <laughs> it's a great setup the way this ends. I know some people are bitching and that it's like, oh, the story just stops. I'm like, it's called a cliffhanger. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. I and, mean, I don't and, like cliffhangers either, but I can recognize it's like, you got one hell of a movie here. Yeah. You, you do. And it doesn't feel to me like the story stops. It feels very deliberate. Right, like it's like yeah, it's another it's story. Like they have a reveal, and you're like, "What?" And then now it's like, "Wait for it." And, yeah, and this you know, is an empire. For, I was going to say for the people that are bitching about this, <laughs> I have three words: Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, like you have to wait till March. You people. giant. <laughs> when I was <laughs> ten years three, old, when four? I was ten years old, uh-huh. I was ten years old when Empire How Strikes. Old? Ten. Okay. <laughs> we had to wait three, three years. years. We didn't crazy. have. We didn't have an internet. Yeah. We didn't also have had nothing else to watch. We didn't you have home video yeah. releases. <laughs> right. Like we. You know what we had? You know what we had, motherfucker? <laughs> we had Bantha tracks. <laughs> Do you know what Bantha tracks is? It was nope. the Star Wars fan <laughs> newsletter. Is that still and around? I no, oh. and I mean newsletter. Yeah. It wasn't even in color. It was five pages long do you know what bantha tracks was in the summer of 81 it was five pages <laughs> in, yeah, bla- to last in black and white two of them about raiders of the lost Ark. <laughs> oh, so when people are like oh i've got to wait till march for the next spider-man movie <laughs> eat a <laughs> And could this you, is the problem with TikTok. Could you Everything imagine? Everything is so instant. Yeah. Let me get the next thing. I <laughs> like. I don't want to live through that because that sounds awful. But yeah. <laughs> the idea of like the end of Empire, and you were just sitting there, and, and yeah. you have nothing else. Yeah, there's nothing. You you're were not, going you, to see Empire twelve more times. In you're not going to get to watch Ahsoka on Disney right, Plus. Right. You're just going to have to live in a world where and I Lord mean, knows. I think also like how much how mind blowing that was too because there was no there was no internet with spoilers. Back oh then. sure, you just sure. walked in coming off like oh Star Wars was fun. <laughs> And then you're like, what? <gasps> his dad is who? What happened to his hand? Why is Han Wait, frozen Han- and what? Oh, they've got Leia? And oh, yeah. my God. Uh, oh man, They're losing and now it's over? What? <laughs> they're losing. <laughs> I, That's true that everybody loses at the end of that movie. I, I mean, I do kind of... Ha- 
I I understand it, but I do kind of hate they took part one off the title. This movie was supposed to be called Part One, yeah. And I do get people not knowing and being like, "What the hell?" Like, if it was on there, they would go, "Oh, it's Part One, right?" And I think they purposefully, very purposefully, now does this movie. It is a full movie, like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, what I mean is, you don't. There is a cliffhanger, but you get enough to necessitate. Okay, this doesn't cut at the middle mark, right? And feel like this is fifty percent of a movie. You get a full movie. You mean like Fast Ten? Cl- exactly right. like yeah. Fast Ten. So, but I just do think that is a little crappy because people in my theater did go, "Oh, what?" And like they didn't know. We know because we're perpetually online right. in the film space. For your average person, it's funny. I I didn't know. Oh, you didn't. Oh, but really? You didn't follow but, that whole thing. But I no, I didn't. Okay. But I could tell just by the way the movie was pacing. I was like, oh, they, they can't. I'm like, they're not even close to wrapping anything no. up. Yeah. Not even and, close. And, and, and you know, so it's like I I could tell like we were we were ending on some sort of cliffhanger. Yeah. Because it it honestly it and and I I know I give this show a lot of trouble, but I mean this in, as a compliment. Hmm. It was following the beats of a lost episode. Sure. Like and so I could. I could tell, like, we're ramping up to something, and it's going to pull the the rug out from under you, and then it's going to be like, see you next time. <laughs> right. And that's why there was Polar Bear Spider-Man. Yes. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And because of the Coke tie-in. That's also right, yes. <laughs> so we should talk about the plot of this yeah, movie. Yeah, so this it's movie... It's a year later or so from the we, first... Initially, the, I was like, oh, is this going to be a Gwen movie? Like, there's a lot I mean, of the Gwen first 20 minutes... Is all it's Gwen. 20 minutes before you get the title card. Yeah. And you, you know... But it's very clever because we find out in the end that what this is, this her telling the story is her recruiting her own Spider-Man crew. She's she's telling what when you know she's telling the story and saying what happened to Miles. And at the end of the movie, we see now she has her own followers. Yeah. So that's her telling them the story. She's telling oh, us like she's telling them. I got you. The story of okay. Miles, and that's how she got them on board to follow her. I that's see, how I, I interpret it. So I it's just, a bookend. I, I just kind of took it as we're going to we, – I know Gwen's backstory because I've read that comic a yeah. million times, but – I took it as like nobody knows. Yeah. Like Gwen, but she's telling Miles' story, and we already saw it in the first movie. Aren't they, so. No, they're telling her story, right? Well, she does, but she's she recounts Miles' story from the first movie, yeah. which is also obviously for the audience in case yeah. they didn't see Into the Spider Verse. They're going to recap them, but she's telling Miles, and I took that as yes, it is a a, a device for the audience, yeah. but that's also how I took it as her enlisting the Spider Man. But we, but we, to that point though, yeah, the Spider Man that. She's, Spider-Men are, and people that she yeah. and recruits, they already know. Some, the few of them that, that we saw. Two that, there's but, two that yeah. don't. But, I mean... I figure that's kind of how she gets Hobie on her side and how there's another one. Like, I don't know. The, I just, Spider-Man of India is the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because, I mean, they interacted a little bit, but she they didn't know his whole backstory. Right. So I don't know. And it, maybe it's just my interpretation, but I did think it's cool that, you know me, I hate, you know, the lazy exposition. Lazy exposition and yeah. so you could say like, Oh, why are we hearing this already? We saw the first movie. But if you say, well, she's doing this for other characters. That's fair. I do like there to be a rationale for repeating the yeah. same information. Yeah. You should already know. And they follow the kind of the framing device of the first one where they were like, Okay, one last time. One last yeah. time. And, and this Peter time Parker's they're like, dead. Okay, let's try this different. <laughs> Peter Parker opens the first one. It's not even yeah. Miles. It's yeah. Peter Parker. Right. And he's dead. So now you have Gwen doing it. So I, I like But that. Miles does it at the end, right? Does oh, I think Mi- he does think, it at the end. Yeah, but okay, yeah. okay. So but he yeah. does it at the end of the first one, too. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, the beginning of the first one is the Chris Pine. Is Peter Parker. Is Peter Parker. Yeah. The end of that first one is Miles. Is Miles. Recounting I'm New York Spider-Man. Yeah, and now we've got Gwen. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this one, we open up with Gwen in Gwen's world. They introduce the Mary Janes, which is the band that she's yeah. in. We see her dad as, as Captain Stacy, and there was a part of me that was like, can we just get Dennis Leary to do the voice of <laughs> Captain Stacy? <laughs> like and he's one of my favorite parts of The Amazing he's Spider-Man. Really he's great yeah. in that. I'm, I'm going to get this out of the way right now. The the ca- the cameo of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are literally just reused scenes sure. from yeah. the Amazing Spider. We so we see them in you know like. But this when- movie, what a great job it does of showing how all the multiverses exist. Right, yeah. they show you because in the MCU when they're trying to pull in the Sony Marvel stuff and all that, it's kind of unclear. Like you know, you got Venom and you got and then and No Way Home. You pull in these other guys and you're just like, how and is this immediately all immediately kick them right back out? Yeah. <laughs> but like in this movie, you see all all these different webs uh-huh. and you see all the different stories from comics video games this really showed us how they all exist in the same i think where the story no way home right that's the that's the, the most recent one. one yeah okay so that one doesn't get into it gets into the multiverse in the movie sense this one is like no 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 no, no. there are movies there are animated yeah. shows there are comic books there are video games there are uh, all of this different that's the multiverse yeah. right and it's Unfortunately, I think we're going to get more of this whenever they release that M- Madam Web movie. Yeah. Which looks is a terrible idea. Like, it's <laughs> awful. Maybe. But I don't know. No. When's the last time Sony made a good live action Spider Man inspired movie? <laughs> I, <laughs> I Thank know. you. I know. <laughs> but, but you could say that about a lot like, oh, we're going to make a Lego movie or we're going to make. Di- I, 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 I disagree, though. But, but Sony has. But the, I, Lord look, Miller look I was skeptical of the Lego movie. <laughs> but there also hadn't been like 15 <laughs> lousy Lego sure. movies sure, sure, from sure. the same studio. <laughs> right, right. Pre- like running yeah. up to that movie. Yeah, yeah. And so like, I, yeah, I'm you're... optimistic about it. I, I, I mean, yes, you always, you know, I, you, you always go in the theater hoping for the best. Yeah. Like, you know, you want to keep it the worst. Mind, but, but just statistically <laughs> sure. speaking, I think it's going to be a piece. Of we judge. have, we have on every single Sony spider quote unquote related movie that they've done. <laughs> oh, when I saw the venom universe and this, I'm like, can't we just forget that exists? But like, here's I the wish best they part. Here's out. the best part. What's that? There's no venom. It's the gal, the, it's the I know, clerk at the store. Like, I was when like, they fine. showed her and you're just like, that's Venom. Oh, yeah. it's so bad. As long as it's not Venom. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Venom but it, in name But that means up. that it exists in this incredible movie and I just hate it. <laughs> I hate that that thing. Well, you know, there are good things in the universe and there that's are bad right, things that's in right. the universe. But yeah, so she is, she's lonely, right? She, she, since her version of Peter died and what happened with him is he becomes the lizard. He feels... In this world, he Gwen is bitten by the radioactive spider. They're still... I, I don't really think that they say that they're romantically involved, but they're definitely like... I think they're romantically They involved. could have been. The way she I reacts, so. I think it's possible. I think this is from the comics, too. This is exactly mm, what happens yeah. in the comics, yeah. is He atta- he feels left out. He feels not abandoned, but like he wanted to be he's just inadequate. As, He's inadequate, correct. So he uses the venom, the, the lizard formula, becomes the lizard, ends up dying... And it looks like Gwen, Spider Gwen, or Spider, spider Woman, Woman, Spider Woman, yeah. is responsible for. <laughs> they don't call her Spider Gwen. That would kind of give away. Well, her. that's true. But that's, I mean, <laughs> I got to tell you. Captain Stacy, who is this Spider Gwen? <laughs> in in every single comic book ad- iteration, her the title of, of her comic of is Spider Gwen. I, I know. It's just um, <laughs> when he's trying to look for Spider Gwen. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's Spider Woman, which they the reason they can't call her that is because Jessica Drew exists. Sure. So they, you know. But in this movie, I mean, there's she's millions of different. Yes. But there's so many different. Spider-Man is 
unlimited version right. spider woman there's which is know. why i don't understand why people get so jessica drew is in this and yeah. she looks completely different right yeah. she's a she's a black woman in this one mm-hmm. in the comics she's a white woman gasp and it's like it's called the multiverse like yeah there can be a multi right. limited versions of jessica drew yeah shut up yeah. right you know like that's the no one took it away from you like there's there's your your milk toast jessica drew is out there somewhere there was, yeah. there was a black spider woman on the electric company Oh, was it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, the one was Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah. There's a Spider Woman in that. Oh, okay. Black had similar hair. They might even be an homage. Huh. So that's from the '70s, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Just so, I don't know what her. I, so I mean, I, there's been so many different versions, and I just, I don't know. The, the people that complain, I think that I know we just need to get over that. We yeah. just need to because you're not going to enjoy all this great stuff that's coming out if you're going to hyper-focus on, oh, this person looked different than well, I... they enjoy being mad. That's right, it. But that's, why, why yeah. live your life like that? I don't know. But yeah, so she is... It's very similar to Peter's original story where he's on the run from the law. The law is always up his butt, you know, trying to to catch him. Where now the, the twist on this is it's a father and daughter. Captain Stacy is the one who discovers... Gwen, as spider woman over peter's body it's the assumption that she has killed peter so now she has to live this dual life which i think is a thing that is in the spider-man mythos forever of yeah. peter trying to peter specifically trying to live a life as peter parker with a girlfriend or mm-hmm. trying to visit it's going to school have a job but also this i don't even know like this just this pull to do spider-man stuff like he yeah. doesn't want anybody to get hurt so you know you know the way, work-life balance yeah, yeah right struggle and he's real it. bad at it. i'll yeah. tell you joe the thing that i came up with that i always usually say is with great power comes great responsibility that's that a good way that i usually definitely a thing that is said a lot in yeah. some of these movies yeah <laughs> did they make a joke about that and did i they, miss that they do okay they like, don't like, say it they're like don't i don't want to hear that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah so she ends up having to fight there's a there's a call for a superhero or supervillain incident at this museum so she of course captain stacy goes and she suits up and she goes the Guggenheim which is also a reference to a Spider-Man writer like I know that it's a museum but Mark Guggenheim also wrote Spider-Man but it's great because it's it's a real exhibit that's in New York really about that's you know and it's it's just this whole commentary on postmodern art and right and how they're just like you know they're poking fun at basically what the art is at the museum and and then it's a Banksy yeah (laughs) which is they say that in the first they do yeah the vulture voiced by Yorma Tacone and I know who that is yeah Lonely Island oh okay he voiced old 60s spider-man in the after credits of spider-man 29 oh, did he he's really? pointing that's pretty but good you know your yeah yeah but anyway he's voiced by Yorma Tacone. it's it's the da vinci-esque multiverse looking i love that his the way he looks he looks like a da vinci yeah. drawing yeah and, yeah. and, and, and gwen even goes like well let me guess you came out of some leonardo da vinci universe <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and he goes yeah that's actually pretty pretty <laughs> yeah. exactly right but but he's like this is not art and then she's like yeah but you're talking about it like, it's just it's a really funny like that's I, the thing these movies are smart the way they're written i do like that while Gwen is not the spider, like she's not Spider-Man, she inhabits a lot of Peter Parker's traits. Mm-hmm. Where it's well, just the, they, it's but the they even say that, right? Yeah, the, like Peter B. Parker is like, but we all we're supposed to say funny we're things. We're supposed to be funny things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spider-Man. You're the only one that does. You're the only one that does. Yeah, that's, that but I think really that's weird. great. That she's she's 
throwing some quips like yeah. while she's fighting. Oh my gosh, when they get to you know Spider Man headquarters or whatever, and they all are talking about the spot, and there's men like in, a men in spider black. Yeah, <laughs> but they're all all the little speech bubbles come up, and they all have quips about the spot. Yeah, trying to catch like it's just hilarious. You get a thousand Peter Parkers together, pretty great, and they all have to outdo. You know, yeah, they're all trying the, yeah. to be quippy. Yeah, and this is we get the reveal of Spider Man Miguel. O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, and Jessica Drew. Which is nice because I think I have like three or four copies. As yeah. well you should, yeah. as do I. Yeah. yeah I've got the Especially foil cover. It was and the... in the quarter bin for a long yeah, time. Does probably... that go for anything? I don't know. Let's take a look. To the see. eBay. You talk. I mean, I'll look yeah. at They're definitely worth more now, but those weren't great comics. Oh, no, no but they it's were It's a cool awful. design, but they're it's not a great, great design. comics. Um, no, it is not. I love when he shows up in video games and stuff. I'm like, Spider-Man 2099 is awesome. That but it's suit like, is awesome. This, right. The suit is awesome. Did you guys see the Spider-Man four games in the movie it is briefly when yeah. gonky's playing it in the you mean not ned well ned is not gonky yes he is what in the the character model for ned yeah is absolutely supposed to be gonky i know that's why i just said you said you mean ned and i said well ned's not gonky oh you no know, yes right ned, i'm saying like the character right. model. yes yes yeah. yes yes so but but he's playing it in the dorm room but then also the insomniac spider-man from ps4 voiced by yuri shows is looking at when they are Spider-Man HQ and you see video game villains. That's him in the Insomniac suit. Yes. And it's the guy voicing it, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah. 14 bucks. Yeah, like if you want to get it <laughs> if you want to get it slabbed and graded, it's like 9.8 goes for 150. Yeah, and that's okay. don't don't get don't grade things, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I can instill any that's advice. Neat, though. Um, but I also give you buying off the internet. Yeah, just buy a raw copy. Yeah. Just go to your local shop. I'm sure they've got one somewhere. Gwen at this point has nowhere to go right yeah she she can't you know she's got this band friends but they're not really her friends like but her, her father knows it's her no he catches her yes at the museum that's after she's been kicked out of the spider group no she takes her mask off at the guggenheim and he knows it's no, her it's not at the guggenheim i'm gonna watch this movie no what it's not at the guggenheim Where she 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 he has her at gunpoint they only let her go with them because they're like she has nowhere else to go Okay, Wikipedia says Gwen is confronted on the scene by her father and reveals her identity to him. Okay. Boy, the way she okay. pulls off that mask in the, the apartment—that's why I guess I kept thinking that it was—it like felt like to die. Yeah, okay. I mean, I hear you, but I'm like, that's a major plot point, and there was no way I was misremembering yeah. that because which that, is also that's the catalyst for her going with the the time traveler, the multiverse. Travelers. Oh, you know what? Because he—you're right. Because he does, she takes her mask off, and he does say, he "Has her gunpoint." Well, but he also starts to go through reading her rights, but lovingly, yeah. yes, like and then begrudgingly, they, and they trap him in a twenty ninety nine device. That's right, and he's looking and he, at her, and, and she, she goes, and Miguel's yeah. like, "Let's," because she wants to go, she wants to go the entire time, and M- Miguel's like, yeah. "Absolutely, yeah," not. and like, that's the she thing. doesn't, she doesn't know, like the, there's these, yeah. they're alluding to something, like we don't, mm. we know that something is wrong, yeah, or that there's that Miles. Or that group from the first movie, maybe not well, Penny or he knows that he Peter can, Porker. But he knows he can't well, take I think Peter Porker was otherwise occupied. I think during that's the, yeah. right. Although you see him at the end of the movie, so I'm wondering if they were able to have him back for the next one. He will, and Nicolas Cage is back. Yeah. Like he's at the end. But oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, no, you don't I, hear him talk. Right, right. But this whole movie, I'm like that group was so great, yeah. and they weren't in this one. But I like how they did it. But, but that character is getting a live action show on Amazon. What? Spider-Man Noir is getting his own show. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But the way I read the the whole Gwen thing was it so, you know, spoilers for later, but Spider-Man 2099 has this whole thing where you cannot disrupt these what do they call them? Event, Can- event. Can- Can- event. which I also think is a hilarious 
name for it. Yeah. Because that's what Spider-Man you call canon. Well, that's what you call like what nerds call it. Superhero right. lore is right. canon. Yeah, right? which is yeah. why they yeah. for sure why yeah. they use it. The Captain Stacy is supposed to die and then he thinks another canon event is going to unravel the universe right so he can't take her but once he sees that things have changed and now captain stacy knows it's her he feels sorry for her and takes well her. that's a it's a big i think i'm trying to think they kill I mean, that's a big plot point in the actually i think they reference the the issue that he dies in like they said they say asm 99 something like that yeah um, they yeah and that's a big point for peter because captain stacy does die peter's holding him and Captain Stacy has known the right. entire time that Peter is Spider-Man. He's like, just take watch out for her, take care of her. What happens in issue 100 or 101? Gwen Stacy dies. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what they're alluding to is that like they can't just take the, that universe of Spider-Woman away because right. she's important. But now, no things, Spider-Man. now things are all unraveling and all that. So she goes with them. And then we get to Miles. So that's like the prologue. It's like 20, uh, yeah, 30 you minutes. A, of, you don't get a title card for of, 20 yeah. to 30 you see minutes. see Miles, and then he's like, you know, 20. I looked at him. Oh, really? Yeah, I looked because I was like, what? <laughs> and now, you know, hi, I'm Miles. I'm New York's only does Spider-Man. The whole, does the whole thing. And we see the spot voiced by Jason Schwartzman. Which is great. I, I, I had missed that guy. I, you don't see him do much lately. And his voice is so yes. distinct. Yeah. And he's also uh, he's in that new Wes Anderson flick. Always in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I, I thought he was great in this movie. Though. I thought it was very. Yeah, funny. He, it's it's actually he does a fun transition where he is kind of a dopey yeah. loser of a villain in the yeah. beginning, and then once he figures out what he can do, there is a change in that character and the voice. I mean, we also saw this in Batman Forever. We saw it in Amazing Spider-Man Two. He's doing the nerdy. Yeah, good kinda. guy scientist to supervillain. Right. Well, like arc. loser, That's... loser criminal. Yeah. And then I do like the reference where he's like, "You don't remember me, do you?" Yeah. And he's like, "No." He's like, the guy... Miles is like, "No, I don't." He's like, "He's like, you threw a bagel at my face." He's literally the guy <laughs> when they're at Octavius's lab in the first movie. He threw a bagel to stop him <laughs> yeah, running. Right. Like that's just great. That they chose that character. Right. Right. <laughs> And so basically his power is he can create portals. And in this, when we first see him for the first, he can't figure it out. Like he's still trying to figure out how the portals work. And Spider-Man does have a hard time beating him, but he ends up, you know, he like ties them all up in different things or whatever. Well, he also doesn't take them seriously at all, which is the villain of the week. Right. That's right. Which is the grand mistake here now he had a like a count guidance counselor appointment with his parents to try to map out his trajectory for school and everything so like yeah he was late for this appointment but they let this guy go and in the meantime he realizes that he can use his portals to travel the multiverse like he yes. goes inside of himself in the portal and then he can grab any spot and so he basically uses that to like you know to enhance his knowledge he travels everywhere and starts anywhere that they have a collider which was the big yeah. point of the first movie so Gwen shows up in Miles's world and things are there's definitely it's again it's another it's a fun little thing where Peter Parker well Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy like it's it's a thing like there's mm-hmm. just I do like the fact that they've referenced that it's almost just like this cosmic thing where Gwen and Spider-Man are attracted to each other like they're always so that you you get like hints of they're both into each other but Gwen kind of pull doesn't pull away but also doesn't lean into it right like there's the scene where they're sitting on the roof upside down that's a great scene i think it's a wonderful where scene where they're on what tower they're on some kind of tower yeah, but they walk like the camera kind of it moves banks. with them as they start walking on the underside and they sit and and, and have gwen's, a great and i do like, appreciate that gwen's hair is like going the opposite yeah, way, yeah, which she's way upside it down. it's great but i think it's because 
I, I mean, she does care about him. I think it, it's made clear throughout the film, but she also is working with Spider-Man 29 and them, and she knows that she can't. She, she shouldn't have. She can't interact with him. She shouldn't even be there. Yeah. She was there to track down the spot, but she is not supposed to interact with him because of these cataclysmic events that can happen right. if things change from the canon, which is why 2099 gets so pissed at her later. Right, right, right. And we find out, you know, the, the, the whole, there's a big fight with the spot and but this is where this is where they lose him into the multiverse. And they end up, Gwen, I think they go to India. Gwen goes through a portal and Miles... Mombatton. That's right. Which again, like this is a character. This is a real character that exists in the comic books. Yeah. Voiced by, you know who that is? No. It's Dolpinder from Deadpool. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. I appreciate that they keep bringing folks back into the fold in different iterations. Yeah. yeah. Miles follows her. And goes to the multiverse, and this is where we see like bits and pieces of Patir Prabhkar. I just want to give his, yes. his real name instead but... of Peter Parker, right? Like it's that's yeah. the, the played by Karan Sony. There the we actor. go. And we go to this other world, and they're they get there, and they're introduced to Spider Man of India, and it's he's got a great costume design. Like I think his costume oh, design and the is yo-yo great. Thing that, with, like, with his he bracelet, flips around, and then he puts it on as the web slinger. Mm-hmm. Like it's the designs it's pretty are dope. So cool. It's pretty dope. Yeah. And there's a giant event that's going to happen. And because Gwen and Miles are there, they save this universe's Captain Stacy, which was not supposed to happen. Basically, what they end up explaining is that Uncle Ben is supposed to die or your uncle is supposed to die. Right. Captain Stacy is supposed to die. There's all these things that no matter how you change it, they explain if it doesn't happen, then the world implodes on itself. Right. Basically. Then I do like where they save Captain Stacy. Then there's this giant black hole that starts opening up and you've got a bunch of spider people that Mm -hmm. pop out. And if if, I'm sure when you slow us down, you're like, oh, there's the future foundation Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. There's Mm -hmm. that one. There's, you know. Yeah. Oh, there's so many there's a lot there's like the hulk spider-man that you see at one point and they start to like try to shut down this hole and now jessica is pissed and miguel is pissed and they bring end up bringing miles to spider-man hq and it is crazy so like it is i think the first hour of this movie kind of bogs down oh you think so i do and and but i think once they hit this point yeah it is off to the races, and it it it's great. Like, yeah, I, I think the the first hour. I mean, there are, there are things I like, but there are there are definitely times where I'm just like, "What are we doing?" Well, here? I sure, think no. I think it's because this two hour fifteen minute movie is half a movie. Yeah, and so in order for them to justify having it be two parts, yeah, I think they had to expand. And but of, it's but it's still two fifteen. It could have been one fifty. That would have been, no, right, yeah, you know, no, you're right, but I think yeah. I, I think to justify and to n- try not to piss people off, they said we're yeah. giving you a lot of movie here, yeah, and so I think they did maybe sit in some things they could have cut and a little bit. I, I think I feel like people are giving this movie a, a pass is a little harsh because it makes it sound like it's bad, right? But I think I think that they're misremembering the first hour being a little sluggish because the last hour is <laughs> Man, so I guess I didn't good. I guess I didn't feel I didn't feel like it was sluggish because it was like a it was an easter egg hunt. Well, yeah. you that's know? the thing is that it didn't feel sluggish to me. 
I can see where you'd call it slow, but not in a negative way. It just wasn't as action packed nonstop. Yeah. But because I was so enamored with the animation, yeah. it gave me so much to look at that I did. I was enjoying it, right? Even if it yeah. wasn't like, yeah. The and and half, like, you know? by no way am I saying the first hour of this movie is bad, right? Sure. Like, I just, I, I don't think it's as good as the second hour of this movie. Yeah. I think once That's they hit fair. the Spider Society, like, it is crazy good. <laughs> yeah. And right. I think the the stuff you get in the last twenty minutes is. Man is like Shakespearean yeah. in it terms of all the things they've set in the motion and that they start revealing to you. Yeah, that like don't feel like oh, what if this would have happened? That's cool. <laughs> it's like oh no, that was always and now, there. It was always well, there. And yeah. when we get there, you start kind of rethinking some of the events from the first movie too. They've well, they been make planting. You. Yeah, right. they've been planting little things where you're like oh, right. Okay, this is uh-huh. interesting. And and, th- and I think that's why I I it reminds me of the top tier. Lost, yeah. right? Because sure. when Lost was really oh working, that's what Lost would do. Like it would be like, oh, by the way, you were never in the world you thought you were in, mm-hmm. or oh, by the way, this good guy's really a bad guy, or this bad guy's really a good guy, yeah. or this this person yeah. has really been this other person the whole time, and we never hid it from you. You just never yeah. figured it out. It's you know, like it, I mean, it was like a really good magic trick, and that's what the last twenty minutes of this movie is. Yeah, to yeah. Me. Like, and. And make we're just gonna spoil it right now. Making Miguel the bad guy is fun because that to me that character is a blank slate. Like, you know, but he's also not the bad guy. He kind of is. But, he, but he's, it's he's different. The, he's it's the different antagonist. Than, How about it's that? It's different than revealing that Reacher was working with Jason Momoa. Oh, I was like, what? He, he, Reacher's he, not the bad he's guy. He's not the bad guy. He thinks he's doing the right thing. Where I do think that you're right is that he does believe, he, and he's not wrong. What I, yeah, I, he, I like that aspect of Miguel Spider-Man 2099 in that he is the hero of his movie. Yes, right. Like you know, he's he's not. He didn't wrong. do any when he takes the place of Miguel on another Earth. He doesn't think he's doing anything wrong yeah. because Miguel's much dead. because well because much like Miles he doesn't know how the multiverse works right. Right. and now he's trying to prevent that right. and it feels yes. draconian so he he, but, he is a good i mean he's yeah. how many multiverses is he saving by enacting these rules but he's going about it the wrong way and that's where you get into that you know that pull of it's a thanos thing is like he, he may have been right yeah. but he went about it the wrong way but or but, Magneto. Or Magneto, yeah. yeah. But Miguel's not even doing... Like, Thanos is killing half the population to save half the population. Miguel is only protecting people from their worlds imploding. Like, he's not... But he's letting, but he's, but he's letting people die, right? He's letting Uncle Ben die. He's letting Captain uh, Stacy die. That is true. Those, and, I mean, in that way, it's two people, but we see he's right every single time. If sure. you do not let those two people die... The entire world. Well, it's, it's on the greater stuff. good, right? Like right. it's the line that he says: "You can save one person, or yeah. you can save everyone." It's the like, train problem, yeah. I mean, the trolley problem. I mean, you can't. Yeah, there's and also the problem too is like, okay, you can save you two people die to save a hundred. Okay, four people, eight people. What do we do then? What if ninety nine people die to save a hundred? Right, right. Like right. The, what? 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 Where's your cutoff? Where, right, sure, sure, sure. But I know. certainly think I wouldn't say he's a villain because he's letting no, two no, no, people no. die I, because eight billion yeah. get saved. No, I'm like, not saying he is Miles' antagonist yes. for sure, but he's not a villain. And obviously, in the next movie, we're going to get gonna, a villain. <laughs> but we're going to see him. He's going to learn his lesson. Miguel is not the bad guy. He's going to come to his senses, maybe. And I think so. Miguel's backstory, real quick, is that. 
the Miguel in another multiverse died and he took his place because he always wanted a family. Yeah. And he's it's, like, well, he's gone anyway. Right. And so, whatever it is to make. So he gives, I can be this one. gives them a family. He gets a family. You know, it's all good. But then he realizes that causes the... But it did cause... And it killed everyone. Yeah. And I do like the line where he looks at Peter Parker, our, our, our Peter, Jack Johnson's Peter Parker. And he's oh, like... Peter B. Parker. Peter B. Yeah. Parker. And he's like, remember... Jake Johnson. Jake. What did I say? Jack? Yeah. Jack Jake. Johnson's yeah. bubbly that's, toes or whatever. Well, that's the... That's You're thinking the, Jingleheimer's met. That's exactly... I was oh, also thinking... His name is my name, too. The yeah. Fo- the, yeah. Fo- the folksy guy. That's yeah. The, yeah. That's... that's Jack Johnson. <laughs> that's bubbly toes, right? Yeah. That, that's I have his, no idea. That was his big song. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I just listened to his cover of Bad Fish. That's all I could do. <laughs> yeah. But he looks at Peter, and he was like, remember? And Peter's like, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he's there. He's there on that world. And I... Again, the introduction of of Mayday Parker yeah, was, was great. great. She she's awesome. And so we in the last movie, Peter B. Parker was getting a divorce from Mary Jane, and they ended up salvaging yeah. their yeah, marriage. Yeah, yeah. And you know now we find out he, they had a kid. Right. And I've got both appearances of yeah. little Mayday <laughs> she's Parker. She's adorable and... with her knitted Spider Man mask. Oh yeah, she, she pulls it down. down. Oh my yeah. gosh, she's I, so cute. I do like that MJ with in that world is like, did you? Did you take her on an adventure? He's like, no. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. But I, again, when at the end, when Gwen shows up and Peter's got Mayday strapped to his yeah. chest, and he was like, don't tell your mother. And yeah. she, and she pulls great. her a little yeah. yeah. thing. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah, it's pretty She's good. like, it's on. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, now Miguel realizes we have to stop Miles from... Okay, Miles finds out his dad is about to become captain. Correct. And what always happens? Uncle dies, captain dies. Yes. And his dad's the captain. So, of course, he's going to go try to save him. 2099 is like we cannot let this happen you know it's for your own good like we cannot i knew this would be a mistake him coming here blah blah trap him in a little device or whatever and we earlier we were introduced to hobie which is one of my daniel kaluuya yes which is one of my favorite multiverse spot like in the spider-man ps4 game i use that skin all the time (laughs) it's my i love that version of spider-man can't wait to watch this with the subtitles spider i know and and daniel kaluuya he's using his he's using his real he's using that (laughs) thick ass british accent and it is even bella went with me and she was like what is he saying it is tough just got to try also was your guys theater quiet this movie the way that it's like you have to turn the sound up in the theater and not all of them got the memo oh no i don't think it was quiet well, Mine wasn't quite. That's good, but yeah. a lot of people are reporting problems, so the way they programmed it, because of all their different audio things, you have to turn it up and everything will be mixed right. And so Lord Miller printed even like bumper stickers and we're sending them projectionists <laughs> and saying like, turn this up to a 7 and like even a 7.5 if you will. Oh, really? So it was a lot kind of quiet, so it was hard to understand and a little quiet. And he is about as punk rock as you can get. Oh, it's like, so cool. The even the way he looks, like yeah. he, his look is great. It's all the like cut out newspaper punk yeah. rock. It's very like, like, it, like, like it's flyers. like he's made out of fanzines. Yes, and flyers. yes, yes, yes right. that's exactly it. And okay. he's anti this whole thing. He's like, yeah, man, I don't f this. I'm not doing all this stuff. I don't know that I want to see a whole movie like in his world. I might have some kind of a seizure or Bring something. Bring it on. <laughs> it's like I mean, he's moving at like I don't know, ten frames a second or something. Yeah, it's just like he's great. It's, but it's, it sounds like he's got some of the same powers that Miles has. We have yet to see a Spider-Man have the like the the Venom shock that oh. that Miles has, and he, Miles has always been using his fingertips mm-hmm. to use it. So when he gets caught, Hobie's like, "Put your whole hand against the thing, mm. and it'll give you more of a of a thing." That's how he gets out of mm-hmm. the spy. He puts his hands on there and knocks everybody out. And it also, I don't know if you noticed, but Hobie was like stealing tech from the he Spider-Man was. world yes, the whole yes. time. He was just, like breaking things. But off. also, it's it's. 
it's like so Rocket under raccoon. It yeah. is kind of but it it's so under the radar because yeah. he, he's just like a punk kid. You think he's just stealing stuff, yeah. just to steal stuff. But, but he ends up making a transporter for for Gwen, Gwen right. later on. Yeah. So this is that we, she uses when her dad, who already knows who she is, gives her the package when she comes back to visit him. Which is why I think that <laughs> yeah, right. This is where, but this is the chase. the big reveal. This is this is unbelievable. The, this the, is, this scene is. Unreal. The like thousand Spider Men trying to catch Miles, and they're in this futuristic city where there's things flying around and shuttles, and I mean it is there's Spider People everywhere. And the animation, you've got all the different styles. You have the camera moving around in ways. You've got the is... animated spectacular Spider Man. Yeah, that was which... weird. Okay, first of all, I love that show. I think it's on Disney Plus. Spectacular Spider Man yeah. is a great show. When they showed him and he looks so little, I'm like, who is this kid? Like, because, it's just... but isn't he like? Isn't that probably close to the character model? Maybe, but it threw me off. I, I know that show, and when I saw him, I'm like, who? I almost laughed. I'm like, who is that little <laughs> Spider-Man? But it's the same voice and everything. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't realize it at the time. They don't have Spider-Man the Animated Series, the 94, the one that we grew up with. I, maybe they're saving it. I hope, because that I is... was looking for him the whole time. That's my Spider-Man that yeah. I grew up with, that cartoon, you know, with, along with Batman. Look, man, and... there's no uh, Spider-Man 76. So there is, Wait a minute. Yeah. We, we oh, see, the live action. The live oh, I'm action. sorry. There was the <laughs> '60s cartoon was in there. Yeah. Actually, it's funny. At one point, they all do the meme where they're all pointing at each other. Oh my again. gosh! All groups of threes. Yeah. There, it's like... <laughs> and Bella goes, "Hey, I remember that?" <laughs> yeah. So he's on the run these, yeah. this entire time, and I think he's luring them all away, away because he wants to use their tech back at HQ to send him home. And this is where the big t- twist comes in because he they explain the tech person is like. This sends all the villains back to their own time based on their DNA. Right. Oh, we should say when we're talking about villains is we get an amazing oh cameo from Donald Glover. Yeah. From as, the MCU. From the MCU. Because he talks about his his nephew is Miles. In Homecoming, we see Donald Glover buying like weapons tech from right? the, the, the Shocker, like yeah. those guys. And he's like... I think they as Peter shows up. Yeah. Tom Holland shows up, webs him to the trunk, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What do you do?" He's like, "I got an ice cream in there. It's gonna melt." And he makes a comment about his nephew, his nephew lives, right. lives in this area, and that's Miles. And so we know it from the first movie. Miles' uncle is the Prowler. Correct. So here he is as the Prowler, dressed as that. the Prowler. Right. Like, and I was like, "That's, that's great." Pretty I great. love the fact that Donald Glover, who is very artsy, very, and yeah. I loved Atlanta. Yeah, I watched it. All the way through twice. I like. I love that show. That's childish Gambino. Yeah, and that, but that he'll still do stuff like this. Yeah, like, that's so. Oh yeah, it's beneath him. Sounds like, but it's like, well, how do you he, pay for those childish Gambino he, pressings? He, you know? he, he like, could be doing so so many other things that he you know that, he, but that he still finds. He's clearly doing that because he finds. Pl- pleasure yes in it. right like, he's like to, that's funny i like that i will be a but part i also of that. think he's a nerd right yeah oh absolutely big time absolutely and the and fact he, well, that he is part of part of what elevated his status is he did a thing where he's like I, there should be a black spider-man it should yes. be me yeah. and it's and it went viral and and there was a minute there where people thought that he they might do it that's yeah. why he dressed up as him in community yeah he was trying to vie for the position of yeah. black spider-man, Spider-Man. and but it's, I love that they keep including him in all of these right. things. Yes. It's yeah. And I do. I also, there's a great line in this one where Ma, Miguel is talking to Miles and he was like, don't even get me started on Dr. Strange and that moron Spider-Man from <laughs> Earth 1652 or whatever. And it's like, well, that's definitely a reference to yeah. No Way Home. Like yeah. that's, you know, doing stuff like that. And I do also like that the the tech 
is all like the 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 cages and everything is the same color as the rift yeah. in no way home i was like that's a detail that like that's yeah. a super cut they're definitely I was, tying, like, I like. they're trying to tie everything together which you got to give them props for because you know there's some universes that don't do it very well i yeah. think this one is being very smart with the way like, i think the multiverse works in no way home mm-hmm. and we'll see about the flash yeah i don't know about you also get ben riley which voiced <laughs> by andy samberg which oh man the way he is animated is exactly how i think of him <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah. to the two of the t i just say, I wish the, they didn't make him such a doofus because andy samberg's the, doing the andy samberg thing but he's the 90s character. angsty spider right. man. like but that's who there can supposed still to be. be it's a it's a multiverse kevin there can still be a cool ben yeah, riley out there for you it's there, okay go read the comics because Wait, they hey, brought hey, him back hey 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 doofuses need representation <laughs> i know it's just like i'm just looking for i'm thinking oh it's gonna be cool ben riley but it's andy samberg doing the like doofy andy samberg voice the, yeah the same thing he does from hotel transylvania or cloudy with a oh, chance of no meatballs. he's i think he's like emo spider-man he's angry he's angsty like uh, the way i hear me, his voice but the oh. way i hear his voice though to me sounded kind of doofy to me but. well i think that, probably twofold right like yeah. but he is like a I get 90s angsty, emo, emo spider-man i just it was a little silly where i was thinking also like, can we get the black suit just once <laughs> just one time like i know that my actually talking about costume designs i think this is one of my favorite i love the costume design from the first one you bleeding from your armpits <laughs> which is a good line <laughs> but also i think this costume design is is ama- so is great cool, yeah. it's so cool it's sleek it's got like i, I do like the the piping but under the you, armpits you hear and the, what glasses. The, the word on the street is no so just like they brought donald glover into this movie tom holland is no they they're trying to find a miles for the mcu that doesn't surprise and it will me. be the same it will be the mcu the donald glover's nephew one so he'll exist so they're not trying to make now a live action version of an animated ver. you know what i mean there it will just literally be these all coexist together but that's the- we saw venom we saw yeah, MCU right, right, donald right. glover we see cartoons and video games so they're gonna try to bring him i mean i think they'd be stupid not to here's with the, the success thing. of this tom holland is gonna quit there's gonna come well, a point, point where sure. peter parker this tom holland is gonna be done well do you see so i mean he made cherry he made that's true there's some other tv show that he's on right now and A- i think apple and it's got under 50 percent rotten what was tomatoes. the one what was the one was cherry the one it was the apple tv one yeah but what was the wasn't there another one we saw him in where like he was protecting his sister or something isn't that is that cherry? cherry oh man okay so i'm just saying i mean i don't know he may hang on to that yeah, role a little but i longer. mean like there's gonna come a point where you're going to lose Tom Holland. Just like and just why? like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris like you're going to have to go to the next version and Miles and is already established. Spider-Man's a character that you really you can't have a 40-year-old Spider-Man. You can't. I think I think We 30. saw that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, but and that worked, right? Like right. it worked in that moment. Right, yeah. right. I think I think the the oldest you can go with Spider-Man is like 25 to 30 yeah. because by 40 it's like you haven't gotten your shit together yet. Right. Like come on some point that's about your choice yeah right right but then, i think it's it's really a smart move though to to bring him in like you said he eventually can take over and be the spider-man for yeah. the mcu but this character is so popular and look what they've done the mcu would be foolish to not make a live action version i wonder if they can somewhere in a boardroom somebody's like works for disney yeah but uh, well no, they no, can't I... it's it's the same thing with sony on spider-man they they own miles too they would have to partner with them. Oh yeah, they'd have to make that's another. That's what I mean. Make another that, deal. That's what they're doing in this movie. Is they're laying the groundwork. That's why they're bringing in. We saw Donald Glover in MCU. Yeah. You see Donald Glover in Sony. See Miles in MCU. They're right. they're 
cross-pollinating yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and laying the groundwork, which I think is great. It's not just a, oh, let's throw this person here. It's like, oh, you remember back in <laughs> issue Spider-Verse? Yeah, you know? right, right. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Smart. We had that character. Yeah. And this is the big, this is a, I thought this was a really smart, I say you bring the animated Miles Morales into the MCU. Yeah. That would be insane. And you in know the how, best way. And you know how they do all their, like, I've, their best movies have been like, what if we did a superhero movie that was in this genre? Yeah, right. We get a Roger Rabbit. Who framed? Oh I was gonna my say, god! Who framed? Who framed Miles Morales? <laughs> Basically, the next cut. Hey, Feige. hey, Bob Zemeckis, what do you got going? Yeah. on, yeah. Bud, want to come in? In all seriousness, the, I, I think I know that Lord and Miller have had their problems with Disney with Solo and all that stuff. Give these guys Spider Man. Like yeah. I do think that they're they've got it. Like they, I, mean, I, I don't. Do they I think, think if they I would take it, in, I I I don't know that they would right. because I think from their point of view, why we got Spider Man, we got Spider Man. Right. Right? I guess that's true. I mean, yeah. You look at the box office. This isn't a this isn't no. a lesser than. No, they're this doing This is it. gonna make. I mean, I mean, buku bucks. It already outgrossed. The fir- the entire theatrical run of the first movie. In oh, this did it really? Weekend or damn close. Damn, that's awesome. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I love, I love that. Like uh, it's day one beat its opening weekend. Awesome. Yeah. So he lures all the Spider Men away. He gets back to the machine. It sends him back to well, the universe in his DNA. We should say that this is the, the we're told initially where that Miles is the first anomaly. He's like the. Miguel tells him, you should not have the, the spider that bit you came through the collider from another world. Mm-hmm. Your Spider-Man died because of you. So they, the and, they've crossed, and they've cross-pollinated. Correct. Right? Like he has the spider powers from a different world. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. So the spot we find out was doing those experiments at the Argus lab or whatever. What is the... I can't call it Argus. That's DC. Whatever the... Alchemax. 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 Okay, Alchemax. Yeah. <laughs> so, he, so he sent that spider there. It bit Miles. But it's really interesting. And this is where you get that big huge reveal because there's two different multiverses at play with two miles morales the spider came from this other universe correct and where does miles get sent back to based on his dna there i so but to, before we get where i <sighs> i like but but yeah there is one of the things about sequels is sometimes our characters don't grow mm-hmm. right like they have this massive growth in the first movie yeah. and then they revert back to who they were in the second movie just to do it all over again yeah yeah where i feel like this one does feel very much like empire I, in a lot of ways yeah where i, I also Miles, think movies the good ones have gotten better about that yeah of like of taking these characters and what happened to them in the first movie and saying what would happen next instead of let's just repeat what happened Again, I yes. think that's all part of the like you know without home video type of thing, and they would let's make airplane two and right. do it again. Let's you yeah. know like that's just... yeah because you I mean that used to be how sequels worked right. Yeah. They were just rehashes because you couldn't go see the original whenever you wanted to. Right. Right. So so now they're actually carrying through, and you're right. But I think it's also because so many of them are by writers who come from TV. Sure. Yeah. And sure. TV, it's, it's TV by its nature is episodic. I think they're more like. Well, you don't just shoot a pilot and then reshoot a pilot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you, right. You, you continue sh- the story. You tell the next story, you know. And yeah. One of the directors of this movie is from Pixar. He directed Soul. Okay. They brought in Kemp Powers, director of Soul, and maybe co-director. I know Pixar has two directors a lot of times. And Joaquin DeSantos. And what does he got behind him? Voltron, Legendary Defender, which is the Netflix show, two yeah. episodes. Legend of Korra for Nickelodeon, 12 episodes. Okay. 
Superman Shazam, the animated. That's a good one. Yep, the animated one director. That is a good one. Green Arrow 2010, not sure. That was a showcase short. Yeah, Jonah Hex DC showcase, yeah, showcase Spectre shorts. showcase. Which those are all real uh, good. So animation, I mean, you know, he's got a lot of anim- superhero animation. Yeah. Justice League Unlimited, that second Justice League, director 20 episodes. That's a good show. So, That's a good show. There you go. Um, when, when Miguel reveals this, he we find out that all of Peter or all of Miles's friends knew that Peter was the first anomaly. He looks at Gwen. Did you know? Yes, I knew. Looks at Peter. Did right. you know? Yes, I knew. Which is why Gwen couldn't come and get close to him. She knew that like if she does anything, it could change the whole. She's right. been already. I don't want to say indoctrinated, but I mean Miguel has told her like this is the deal. We're saving these multiverses, so mm-hmm. you cannot go mess this stuff up. And it, Miles is left alone. He basically tells everybody to fuck off, and I'm going by myself. And that was their one f bomb. That was everybody, their one. Yeah, fuck off. I'm out. <laughs> so Miles, you know, uses the tech. I cannot believe this movie's PG. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. crazy. This is the most insane. You know, we talk about sometimes. Wow, that's a heavy PG. This is PG. Yeah, yeah. Right, How right. is this not PG? I mean, does she I mean, say? Does she say? Oh, I don't think so. I thought oh, there the was themes. This is a dark but it is, I movie mean, at times. It is a dark movie. <laughs> I can't point to any one thing that would make it not PG, but like it's but just it's very heavy. It's a, I mean, they're pushing I just, the boundaries of PG. I cannot yeah. believe that. They just blew me away when someone was talking about it. I feel the, like when they got their PG, they were just like, okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Everybody back out of it's the so, office real yeah, quiet. It's so like, funny. I just, you think of the MPAA and how they would, they, they would, well, they would go after, you know, in the 80s yeah. and 90s, they would go after Friday the 13th. Yeah. Like, this is too much. It's Anything. too, you know, you, you can't. can't even, this is Red X. You, you can't, can't do even that. release this. Or Scream. Yeah. They're like, you got to tone down the violence. Now and you can do anything. They're just like, like, yeah, man, crazy. whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So Miles goes back to his world and we see his mom and... Miles goes back to a world. A world. That's true. He goes back to a world. Because and, what DNA does he have in him? But we didn't know that. To, I know. This yeah. is the twist, right? And even, I remember there's a moment where where he's walking through... When she talks about you took your you know your hair is different right and I looked at yeah. Bella and I go he's not on the right yeah. world and she was like no that's not that because because uh, we see Gwen we see Gwen also yeah. in Peter Parker's world cutting back and forth yeah. seamlessly where you would never know until the reveal right but you think well Gwen's there you but just then, assume that they're in yeah, the same world but right. then you start seeing that oh they're not in the same place the, well yeah because here comes his aunt Jefferson Pierce no right. that's Black Lightning is that his name doesn't matter. It, his, his uncle, uncle. <laughs> his uncle yeah and you're just like his uncle's uh, name is uncle aaron uncle aaron yeah, that's what his yeah. dad's name's jefferson, jefferson. That's, that's it that's it, yeah. it. Also, just shout out to Brian Tyree Henry, yeah. the dad. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I, yeah. I also wondered if he played a role in getting Donald Glover on board. Oh, maybe oh, from Atlanta because, because he's yeah. Paperboy in Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, um, very possible. It, so yeah, so we see Jefferson. Nope, Aaron, <laughs> and you're like, oh no. You're not where right. you're supposed to be. Yeah. And you think that things are okay? Miles references his dad. And because his mom... you're like, well, maybe in this world his uncle isn't a criminal. Right. And isn't a bad guy. Like, maybe this is a, a, a reset. Yes. You know? Yeah, that's exactly right. We He references his dad. He's like, hey, where's dad? And his mom kind of, like, shoots him a look and says something but doesn't allude to where we are. Then there's a Miles is walking with Aaron up but like he's like do you, and Aaron's like do you have the the plans is, is this thing still good to go and he was like yes everything is good right. to go and he's like you took your braids out 
and Miles is just like, it's yeah, I'm just trying him. something new. Yeah. And they end up on this roof, and Miles gets knocked out. And so, yeah, as soon as he shows up and you realize that we're not seeing the other Miles, because clearly he's not the one they're talking about, I'm like, oh, he's the prowler <laughs> in this universe. Yeah, so we, as Miles, like, turns around where in Miles's world it's a it's a mural to Aaron mm. in this world it's a mural to his dad yeah and, and then you see the he, prowler comes and knocks, knocks him out, him out. Yeah. and he wakes up and he's talking to Aaron and you know he's like look Aaron's like got the glove on so you're like mm. maybe but he someone else just knocked him out so you know it wasn't him Aaron right. was there but and uh, it, he's like tied to a punching bag and the bag swings around and finally he's like look I don't care if you're the prowler and he was like I'm not the prowler. And you see the prowler come in. And then, yeah, he's like perched up on like a, you know, like a, a, in the ceiling, basically. He drops down, the mask comes away. And in this world, Miles is the prowler. So this is so cool because, so thinking back to the first movie, the spider that bit our Miles is bugging out. Yeah. Because he's in the wrong universe. Right. So, I mean. Like he's glitching. We, yeah. glitching. Yeah. we didn't even, yeah. we didn't even question it. Right. We're just like, oh, this movie has cool animation stuff. Right. And that spider's weird, so it's glitching. Right. He's glitching because he's in the wrong universe. He's, that's from, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. he bites him. So that spider came from this universe. And didn't bite this. Sp- and didn't bite Miles. Or whoever it was supposed to be. I, and I'm thinking, I, what I'm thinking is Miles is destined to become Spider-Man, but. He didn't get bit, and he turned into the prowler. I don't know though, because like they're saying that Miles is the is the anomaly. It just seems like almost all the other Spider Men are very have a name variation of Peter Parker. Hobie. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like so many of them do. Like that's true. I didn't know if like that was the explanation of why we get a Miles all the time. Yeah. So like the point is, what I mean, this is just storytelling one on one. The stuff that Miguel tells him, he is worthy. There's no, he's not an anomaly. That's gonna be well. I think he's he's an anomaly in that that spider wasn't supposed to bite him, but. We're gonna find out it was. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like, or we not, don't. Or like, he was supposed to be bitten later. Or this, like, it wasn't supposed to be Miles. This was supposed, like, this in this world, the one that's supposed to be doing all of this stuff was supposed to be Peter Parker. Well, either way, there's supposed to be a spider. Well, there was already a Peter Parker, in but this he world. dies yeah. because of the spider biting Miles. Yeah. Like that's the chain of events is like the spider comes through, bites Miles, and then the universe corrects itself and kills that Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. So it's just really interesting now of all the things you're thinking about is was that Miles supposed to be bitten or was he not? Was this spider always destined to go to our Miles? Right. It, it just opens so many questions, which I think is great because it's a cliffhanger that leaves you thinking, not just yeah. like what the hell is happening. Now we can go back to the first. It's and not go, just a fast 10 cliffhanger where the story stops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, so. it, it, it like reveals a bunch of stuff. And then, like, you know, it, it does it right. Yeah. It, well, yes. it leaves it, it questions, right? You're right. left Fast with 10. They just stopped the story. Yeah. It, here, it, which I was thankful for. Well, yes. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yes, thankful that we're not still there. But I love that we can theorize about this. Now, it's interesting. So if you go back and I was watching some clips in the very beginning of the movie of the first one or this one, this one, Gwen is actually narrating stuff that we haven't seen yet. Mm hmm that's going to happen in the movie. And one of them, when she talks about, I think the spider is like a black and white drawing and it's miles with braids in the spider next. Oh, to really? Him, which that tells me that spider was supposed to bite. Okay. Prowler okay. miles. Okay. Could have sends him on the wrong path because there's no Spider-Man and then crime goes rampant and all yeah. that. But that's the giveaway right there. Okay. Which obviously I should have led with, but I was just thinking like crap. So we see it. It's, it's like in yeah. this movie at the beginning that you have, you know, not thought anything of black and white sketch. Miles with dreads, spider next to him. Interesting. So 
I think there's going to be something in the next movie revealed with Miles is destined to be Spider-Man. Our Miles. Know. Well, or a or, Miles. Oh, Miles. It, the point is, he, Miguel's saying there's no such thing as a Miles Morales Spider-Man. It's never meant to be. And I think the next movie will prove that there are multiverse where Miles is destined to be Spider-Man. Okay. He just happened to get it in the wrong multiverse, but he is worthy and Miles do become Spider-Man. You know, um, mm. I, I don't know. I just, I think that's my guess. For yeah, it could one. be totally. So Gwen, we find out that Gwen is on the, on Miles's planet earth either way. And she says, she's like, look, she's talking to, I think his mom yeah. because, and we didn't mention, but like there's a big contention between Miles and his parents because they think he's being a slacker teenager with right. attitude and stuff, but he's doing the, Peter Parker thing we always see. I mean, he's dealing with a lot of crap. He has to be Spider-Man and is trying to go to his guidance counselor and trying to go to his dad's celebration party. But he has to fight people. You know, <laughs> I think and the it, cake bit is really funny. Yeah, where he's like, he has like this big cake and he's got like I'm all this proud. thing. Yeah, I'm not proud. Is <laughs> yeah. like when it lands, it's like, oh god. And yeah, like Gwen's like, look, I'm gonna. He's gonna be. We got work to do, basically. Yeah. And she goes and she realizes that she was wrong and she goes to Peter Parker with may and recruits him and she goes to and says we got to help yeah. miles and then i think that's the only one we see she gets spider-man of india she gets spider uh, margo the uh hologram one, oh yeah that yeah does yeah. let him go played by amanda stenberg she was in the hate you give and what was the horror movie we just watched that the one that was really cool that had the reveal that we didn't anticipate oh bodies 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 she was in that yeah she's another new one from this world hobie hobie spider punk Peter and Porker. Then, P- P- and, then yeah. and then we Porker, get our, our Spider-Man Noir. Uh, and What's the robot one? The mech. Spider Penny team. Parker. Penny Parker. Right. Yes. You've got a whole spider team ready to go to help Miles in however they can. And they've got like a the 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 transponder that Hobie made is like yeah, not stolen yeah, parts. Right, yeah, right, so right. they can travel. Now. So this is awesome. This I is amazing. Spectacular. Yeah. It's, it's sensational. It's, it's amazing. Like, yeah, you know, just a quick voice highlights i just want to point out because we didn't mention some they deserve it shamik moore as miles i think he does an amazing job voicing this character yeah actually i think they did a good job of he doesn't his voice hasn't changed right like i I thought that he was young gur and when he did that first one but his i guess he's not like his voice has not changed right right. yeah but i think as an actor i think he does a great job with this character Mm -hmm. this is a very emotional role and there's some tear jerking moments in this movie mm-hmm. like with the parents and stuff there's like, a lot of legit acting in this yes movie. there is right and so i think he does a great job Haley steinfeld is back as gwen she's, mm-hmm. she's excellent oscar isaac is miguel we mentioned jake johnson is ray is jessica drew we mentioned sandberg kaluuya schwartzman is the bad guy brian T- tyree henry is the dad del pinder i'm just trying to mahershala ali plays uncle aaron again oh does he yep so he's back big name uh, jack quaid plays peter parker so i was wondering who that which peter parker um is he lego spider-man he might be lego spider-man and i want to say i got one of the biggest laughs in the movie <laughs> lego spider-man calls miguel and tips him off about something and he goes thank you peter you're one of our best <laughs> he's a lego i just i think that is one of the funniest under delivered like lines ever you're one of our best and it's a freaking lego That's pretty great. i turn around and go what is a lego gonna do in this and he's on the dashboard when you go when they're all assembling and they're on peter parked car yeah the little lego is, like, oh is on he the on dashboard. there that's he's pretty there, good but he's so small but that's what i mean he's little and i think that's one a great line you're one of our best one of our best <laughs> oh i'm sorry this is so dumb he plays gwen's that dies uh, that's jack quaid the lizard no, okay if, if we have a lego spider-man uh-huh then it means that 
we've kind of already had our first DC Marvel crossover. Kind of. Because we already have a Lego Batman. A Lego Batman. Yeah. And they didn't even know it. Yeah. There you yeah. go. J.K. Simmons yeah. as J. I do Jonah love it. Like, look, man. Every single time. Raimi got it right. We're just going to roll with it. Because yeah. who else? Who else <laughs> yeah. would ever? Like, he is. Remember when we watched the first Spider-Man? I mean, separately. But when we all watched it and we go like, that's J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Right. Like, There's never you, been better casting. I think it's yeah. the best casting of any movie yeah. of all yeah. time. Catherine Hahn is uh, I think should we see her for a little bit for Octavia is the Octavia yeah there's just so many of them and uh, the oh Gonke I didn't realize this Gonke is voiced by Peter Sohn who is a Pixar director which I think the soul the guy that directed yeah, this yeah. brought him in but it's just interesting that they you know they bring in a lot of people from these different I, I do know find it's kind it hilarious of, that in the MCU Ned is Gonke like yeah. it's the same character same racial tone like it's all the same and then they reintroduce him again in this world right but he doesn't look the same like ganke has always kind of been kind of like the ned the chubby best friend guy but it is and i was like man that is hilarious yeah that they did that and i i kept waiting for the tom holland cameo it must be in the second one it's gotta be in the second one tom holland you gotta pay tom holland money and they were like it's not worth it just to i think he's in it what i think he he i mean i pretty uh, not that it's been confirmed but i'm like he's well maybe well maybe they didn't want to pay him twice what i'm saying is that like they said you want tom holland for this this spider-verse you know i'm not gonna pay him three million to flash a clip of him you know what i'm saying oh sure tom holland is the one that demands like the money yeah you're not gonna get an andrew garfield toby mcguire clip yeah they may they may have be saving it and i i would not surprise me if they're trying to connect them all yeah it would make oh sure 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 yeah, no, this is this is incredible. Like it's the fact that it's it's also it's kind of mind-boggling that Disney hasn't tried to animate something. You know what I mean? Like, like their own Spider-Man? Not even Spider-Man, but like you have so many other characters that l- could lend themselves to an animated film. I think that they're so focused on the MCU that they don't they don't want guess, to or need to. I guess. And yeah. the animated stuff is what if stuff is animated, yeah. right? I was yeah, that's say, true. So done all that. That's fair. Uh, there are two Star Wars. Sp- I just mean the Marvel stuff. I mean, but oh. yeah, I mean, maybe not doing their own Spider-Verse, but I think there are all kinds of characters that yeah. could lend themselves. Yeah, but the that's what true. If. The, the what yeah. if stuff is animated. That's fair. Yeah. So uh, that's it for this one. Let's go on the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. Also on Letterboxd at the same. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. This is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash Royal Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash Royal Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Cross shoots Agent Flanagan in the heart. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.